Hey guys, welcome to Holistically You. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'll be here to share my nice and sometimes not so nice human experiences. Let's get comfortable sharing our ups, downs, and everything in between and continue to make meaning out of the parts that make us whole. Hello, darlings. Welcome back to another episode of Holistically You. I know you know this by now, but I'm your host, Amanda. (laughs) And I actually cannot believe that this is episode 32. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but like, it is. (laughs) It's a big commitment to record episodes and continue to get great guests on the show and have all of this amazing information available for you all. And I love it just as much, if not more, than I did when I started. I remember when I started, I had all of these ideas. And it's just really funny that Today I'm going to talk to you based on an Instagram vote. Um, I put up a poll about whether or not I should talk about the attitude of gratitude or intuition. And you all picked intuition. And I'm so glad that you did. It's funny because my, my intuition is that week after week, you know, sometimes it's difficult to come up with things to talk to you guys about and different guests to bring on the show. And it's, it's like this divine timing that sometimes when I'm feeling less inspired, I get this creative nudge or I channel something and I really, really give credit to my intuition for that and my gut And then I end up being super inspired and contacting a whole bunch of people and putting up polls on Instagram and even writing things down on a bazillion different (laughs) post-its about things I want to talk to you about. Recently, I felt a little lack in inspiration and that could be coupled with the fact that this is I'm starting a new academic year and there's so much to think about. But in moments of that that, you know, that kind of a lull or that dip in inspiration, I find staying quiet and even retreating a little bit and and making more space for solitude allows for more, you know, realizations, more downloads, uh, more intuitive nudges. And that's really what I want to talk to you guys about today. So I am sitting here with a bloody Caesar for anybody who is listening um, from the United States of America. That is your, what do you call it? A Bloody Mary. We call it a Caesar. Everything is wonderful. I am recording this for you all after the start of a very successful academic year welcoming the students today. It was really, really wonderful. There are so many little things that happened uh, that kind of led up to this year's contract that I am working, but it's all in the past because not all of it was super positive, but that's okay because that was in June. We went through July, we went through August. I had a beautiful summer with my friends, my family, um, my partner, and you know, it's all good. It's all water under the bridge. And 
like I was saying to a friend the other day, we're always okay. Or I know I can say that for myself. I'm always okay. Like, yeah, shit happens. But I'm always okay. And it just depends on how I choose to go from A to B in that journey. What my what the mindset is that I choose because I choose my mindset every single morning. What is the reality that I want to create for myself? And so I chose to learn from what happened and bring a new positive energy into this year, surrendering completely to the universe and the process and knowing intuitively that what is meant for me will not miss me. And if it misses me, it's because it wasn't meant for me in the first place. So remember that what is meant for me will not miss me. If it misses me, it was never meant for me in the first place. That's just the reality of the world. I did a whole episode on rejection. You know, rejection is protection. Redirection is protection. It is all for the greater good. And for us to truly accomplish the purpose that I believe we were set out to accomplish on this earth. Now, that is a huge ass tangent. Okay, I am sorry. I'm going to get into this episode on intuition. Oof, I hope it's juicy. I know I am channeling all of this, guys. This is a real off-the-cuff, totally spontaneous episode. But you know what? Sometimes those are the most magical. It's spontaneity that sometimes creates conversation, it, it, it sparks something in us that we maybe didn't think of before. So without further ado, I was compelled to reread one of my blog posts from October 17th, 2020. I was going through a really tough time, a pretty shitty breakup. And I remember sitting down to write this blog and for anyone that wants to read any of my blog posts there's like 26 of them or something and it's just marianniamanda.wordpress.com it's on my instagram link tree um link on my page if you want to read if you prefer to read rather than listen or do both i love the support (laughs) y'all so i remember sitting um on my couch that night and beating myself up because I knew, I knew that this was going to end badly with this specific person. I also knew about the betrayals and the transgressions that were occurring while they were occurring and I chose to ignore it. Now, to me, gut is one thing like that we, it's it's more of that um, like, society uses the term like follow your gut which I think is is the foundation but the intuition to me is it's totally connected to your highest self I truly believe that there are certain words that are connected to intuition like really truly listening right so you are listening to the little nudges you are paying attention right solitude is another one being intuitive sometimes requires stepping away stepping back 
staying in solitude and really trying to uh, decode and go through what those nudges are telling you and why. Also, being intuitive sometimes comes with creating. You know, for me, this podcast is my form of creation. And I don't just speak out of nowhere. There's something that guides me, something that connects me, or sorry, connects my mind with what I'm speaking into this microphone. And I truly believe that that is largely backed by my intuition. Mindfulness is another word that comes to mind. Being truly mindful or spending time having a mindfulness practice because that connects you to your higher self and therefore, I believe, strengthens your intuition. And obviously connect, like I just said, connect, connection, deeply connecting with your intuition, deeply connecting with those around you also, deeply connecting to different messages and signs that come from the universe, but I'll definitely talk more about that later. Observing. So not just saying, oh, hey, that kind of felt weird. Observing. Why did that feel weird? Where is this coming from? What is it trying to tell me? And a big one for me that I I, I kind of associate with intuition is letting go. Surrendering. Because we have to understand that it's not necessarily cognitive right? It's not this conscious mind or an even an ego. We can identify certain things that come with our ego, I believe. And I really want to do an episode on ego also because I think it's so important to have the clear distinction between what your intuition is versus what your ego is and what messages your ego gives you. I believe in my experience that my ego tries to protect me. My intuition does the same thing However, I feel it in my body. I feel it in my soul. For me, it is so much, not easier, but it is a no-brainer to follow my gut, follow my intuition versus following my ego because sometimes my ego wants to protect me so much that it doesn't allow me to kind of go into what my body is truly telling me is right. It is a, it's almost like a wall. It puts up a wall, a barrier towards really breaking through, feeling my feels, and really truly understanding what it is I'm trying to accomplish, what it is, or, or decoding messages that are coming through. Sometimes my ego wants to protect me from all of that, and I am so not that person. <laughs> I am the person who wants to feel all the feels, who wants to understand, who wants to feel it at the very core and, um, you know, the, at the soul, heart and soul of who I am. And that to me is all connected to intuition. And of course, another word that comes to mind when I think of intuition is being an empath, having empathy. Um, Also, there are some people that are highly empathic whose intuition is heightened because they're able to connect. And so that could be a huge discussion. But those are just some words that really come up for me. Listen, solitude, create, mindful, connect, observe, let go, surrender, empathic. To me, that that's really telling or it kind of gives us a better sense of this marvel that is our intuition. 
And so before I really jump into the meat of this episode, I was really compelled to go back to this blog post that I wrote called gut period. It literally says gut period. (laughs) And I put a few um, quotes at the beginning of this blog post and they're all unnamed that kind of just found them randomly. I kind of just stumbled upon them. But one of them reads, always trust your gut. It knows what your head hasn't figured out yet. The next one reads, always trust your instincts. They are messages from your soul. And I love that notion, eh? Soul, highest self. And then the last one reads, a quiet mind is able to hear intuition over fear. And that's where that that notion of solitude comes in. Listening, connecting, observing. That's what it's all about. It's giving ourselves the opportunity to remove ourselves from the attachment that we have to certain things, people, experiences, certain outcomes, right? We have attachments to outcomes, like it or not, we are human. And then once we're able, because all of those attachments are very fear-based and very scarcity-based, once we're able to remove ourselves and kind of have a more, not disassociated, but definitely a more detached view of all of those, we're really able to tap into the intuition and the messages that we're getting. I truly believe. So I had to just really quickly read out this first paragraph for you all from this blog post. And this is what I wrote, October 17th, 2020. There are so many quotes and stories that we hear about trusting our gut, listening to our intuition, and working to understand what is truly going on before our head catches up to the race. It's a crazy game. And it has always been a sore spot for me because I believe many things about human beings. Firstly, I believe that everyone is inherently good. Circumstances, trauma, and pain are some of the reasons why I think people become quote-unquote hard or incapable of doing right by others. We've all suffered and undergone painful experiences. This we know to be true. However, Isn't it in how we unpack and work on these things that gives us the dignity to move forward? Secondly, I believe that everyone can do the work with intention and dedication. I've written this in a previous blog post. Do the work. What I wish for humanity is that we don't stay stagnant, but that we continue to learn and grow and address the parts of ourselves that perhaps we are afraid of. I also wish the strength excuse me, I also wish strength for those who are wrapped up in toxic patterns and behavior because we truly do all deserve a chance at happiness. So there it is. The first paragraph of this blog post called Gut. I'll never forget writing this. I was sitting on my sofa in tears trying to really work through and process what had just happened to me. I started dating someone in June, like mid-May or June of 2020, who cheated on me in five months with two different girls. I didn't make this explicit in my blog post. (laughs) I don't give a shit. I'll make it explicit here. (laughs) 
I mean, in five months. Two girls? Really, dude? Anyway, whatever. That's neither here nor there. But it's so crazy how everyone has always asked me, Amanda, how did you know? First of all, they asked me, well, how did you find out? And I'm like, text messages. And they were like, but how did you know to even check or, you know, I understand it's a breach of trust to check people's phones, but sometimes that feeling is so damn strong for me. And if I don't follow it, I will literally go insane. And I remember something was off. We were, it was July. It was my birthday, July of 2020. And I just felt off. There it goes. My intuition. Something's up. These little nudges that are softly poking, poking, poking. Something's wrong. Energy is off. Something's not balanced. This, this you're giving and he's giving, but I think he's love bombing. And I think he's love bombing because he's hiding something. There's no way that anybody can rationalize what that is all about or how it even comes to be. It's not research-based. This isn't science. This is gut. These are intuitive messages. Little things that I could not, that they were so strong that I couldn't ignore them. So yeah, broke his trust, saw his phone, and there they were. Texts with another girl. Same thing happened in August. Text with another girl. Actually, right around this time last year. Wanting to reconcile with an ex-girlfriend. And had been texting her for weeks. And I knew that because of the way he said goodnight to me once. I remember him saying goodnight to me once. Actually, he had sat in front of me for dinner. And his energy was so cold. And because I am an empath, and I know that word gets thrown around a lot, but I am, I felt it immediately. I knew something was off and I knew it wasn't something I had said or done. I knew that, you know, the the stressors of life, yeah, okay, fine. Like they were definitely taking a toll on him, maybe work and whatnot, but it wasn't that it was something else. Now, of course, if you are texting one woman and saying goodnight, talk to you tomorrow and then kissing the woman in front of you and saying goodnight and getting into bed with her of course you're a tortured fucking soul I mean this is not rocket science y'all it makes sense but then it also makes sense why I literally felt this rush of insecurity doubt fear And maybe even a little bit of desperation because shit like that makes you go crazy, right? It makes you, it makes you doubt yourself. But of course I wasn't wrong. Of course I was right. The same way I was right when I dated someone when I was, you know, between 18 and 25, knowing that he was also cheating on me with somebody. What I am trying to do in my thirties now is understand then my intuition will never lead me astray. And if there's anything that you can take from this episode, I truly hope that you can take this away as well. Your intuition will never lead you astray. 
And I stumbled also across this quote by Albert Einstein, who, you know, Einstein, we're thinking intelligence, we're thinking that, you know, using your brain power. However, he said, I believe in intuitions and inspirations. I sometimes feel that I'm right. I do not know that I'm right. And so there is that distinction between the knowing and the feeling. And then how do you discern between those, right? How, where's the discernment there? Which one is right? And I'm sure people struggle, like myself included, between, no, 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 that, that can't be right. It, it, it's not possible versus, but why the hell do I feel this way? I suggest that you try and answer the question, why the hell do I feel this way? Because you will probably find the answer based around your intuitive nudges. Now we talk about so many different types of intuition, especially mother's intuition. I'm not a mom. I'm nowhere close to being a mom, but I'm surrounded by moms. And I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about my mom. And I know she's going to listen to this. And mommy, I love you. I adore you. I, guys, I really, truly adore my mother. She's unreal. She can be thinking about us and we'll call. She can be, um, you know, standing in front of you and you say, um, or she asks you, you know, what's going on? Like, you, you don't look, you know, you look kind of off and you'll say, no, 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 everything's good. And she just knows. How many of your moms do this? They, they just know. Mother's intuition, right? They're so deeply connected to their children. I mean, they carried us for nine months. They raised us, you know, they breastfed. That's a different, you know, type of connection. There's so many different ways that mothers are connected to their children. But intuition is definitely one of them. Knowing something is wrong, maybe even before we know something is wrong. I talk to my partner about this all the time and he says the same thing. You know, I'll say, maybe don't tell your mom that. And he's like, she's going to know. It doesn't matter. She's going to know. And I'm like, oh. You're right. She will because she's a mom and moms are crazy. Okay. But crazy in a really good way. My mom can be looking in my eyes and knowing that I'm on the verge of tears, even through a smile. My mom can sense a negative event of some sort of day through the phone as I'm calling her after work even if I'm trying to put on a very brave face and I'm trying to, (laughs) you know, um, emote happiness in the way that I'm talking to her about my day, just by voice, by look, by appearance, by body language is a huge one. And body language is a big one, I think, that is connected to intuition, especially and not only, you know, um, limited to a mom or or someone that raised you. But when I look at somebody and they're sitting in front of me, I can read their body language and understand their energy. That's my intuition. And I and I would be very interested to know if you guys do the same thing or feel the same thing. Some people are a little more disconnected from their intuition maybe and just can't read those things. But I would say the vast majority of the people that I am surrounded by, this is definitely a big one. Body language is huge. So we talk about mother's intuition. That's definitely one, a a very big one. And I want to tell you guys a story about my nonna. 
So for those of you who don't know, um, nonna in English means grandmother. And that's the Italian word for grandmother. This is my nonna on my father's side. Who passed away at this point, I want to say, I'm pretty sure is eight years ago. My nana was an ox, okay? We still don't understand how she even passed away, but she f- passed away in her sleep. Um, she was peaceful. That's all she ever wanted. My nana, I used to call her a witch. <laughs> and some people who are highly intuitive, highly empathic, um, have super, like, super, like, lots of different skills in terms of clairvoyance or can channel things or can, or get a, receive a lot of downloads from, you know, their higher selves or maybe even the universe, uh, their guides or whatnot. I mean, it depends on how woo-woo you want to get here, but let's just keep it simple. I used to call my nana a witch because when we were younger, she used to do something called the malocchio. Okay, now the malocchio is the evil eye, essentially. A lot of people don't believe in this stuff, but I had this conversation with my father recently, and we said, you can't not believe it, especially when you experience it firsthand. I used to suffer from migraines, guys. And when I say migraines, I mean debilitating migraines where I was lying on the couch in fetal position in my teenage years crying because I was seeing spots I had aura everything hurt my whole neck seized up everything hurt and I cry to my parents please call Nana to do the malocchio now I never knew how she did it and I'm so sad that none of us got to actually learn it from her before she passed. She really did pass very unexpectedly and so none of us were able to learn it from her. But I got a little bit of an insight into how she did it from my father the other night and I want to share this with you and I'm pretty sure I remember all of the details and aspects of it. Now it involves water and oil. She would have different bowls of water and different bowls of oil. She would bless them. Stay with me, okay? (laughs) I know that you think this is crazy, but just listen to this story. My nana would say a prayer or and bless, you know, all of these elements. And she would, in one of the bowls of water, she would drop a little bit of oil into it. Now, if the oil stayed in one blob, I'm going to call it a blob for lack of a better term, then it meant you were good. You know, it meant that, okay, no, well, there's nothing really pressing or really urgent here. However, if she, and she would do this multiple times to make sure that, you know, there are different types of evil eye, right? I, I believe there are five, my um, my psychic used to um, say that there are five different types of evil eye, you know, like envy, jealousy, Obviously harm, like when someone actually thinks uh, that they, or they're wishing harm against you. But there are different types of evil eyes. So she would do this multiple times. Now, if the oil, uh, you know, the next time she did it, and she never used the same cup of water, never, never used the same bowl of water because it was kind of like, I guess not tainted, but but it was used in a certain way. Obviously, whatever um, prayer or blessing she said for it was for that specific use. And then she would use a brand new bowl, brand new oil. If the oil dispersed, okay, then it meant that she had some work to do. 
obviously an exterior force or energy was infiltrating my energy or whoever's energy that she was doing this on and was causing them discomfort, pain, you know, whatever it was. For me, it manifested in migraines. As babies too, there could be like a malocchio and she used to do it if babies would cry a lot. She just did, okay? Now, the craziest part about all of this, and then my father was also telling me that apparently, like, it's just crazy because how can you do it once in one bowl of water, drop oil and it stay together, and then you drop it again and this one disperses? It doesn't make sense. Like, if you're thinking scientifically, it doesn't actually make sense. Shouldn't it all do the same? If it's the same, you know, she gets water from the same tap and she gets oil from the same bottle, it should yield the same results. She doesn't do anything different to any of the bowls. So why would it be if she's focusing on a different evil eye or something or different energy that one of them stays stagnant and the other one breaks apart? It's all energy. And she does this intuitively, right? She senses it. My father said sometimes she would sense it. She would seek you out to make sure to ask questions, to to really... I guess for lack of a better term, pry what's going on. I feel that something is off. So you can definitely relate this to mother's intuition, but I'm sorry my nana took this to the next level. Now, the thing about this is that sometimes I was so out of it that I couldn't even ask. Obviously, my parents would just call her. And then like 10 minutes later, it went away. I didn't even know that Nana did the malocchio. And I remember lying there on the sofa multiple times and feeling so lightheaded, like almost nauseous because I felt like, guys, I felt like there was a fucking exorcism that just occurred. I felt like this negative energy was pulled right out of me. And I didn't have pain anymore. My migraine was gone. And I would look at my parents and say, you called Nana? And they were like, yep. And she could tell you based on what she saw in those bowls if you had it really bad. Because then she had to work on them, right? She had to work with them. Now, I don't know what specifically she did with the water and the oil when she saw, you know, whether or not it stayed or dispersed or even if some attached themselves. Apparently, if someone was talking bad about you, like three little bubbles of oil would attach themselves, Which is, I know, it sounds crazy, but these are all parts of intuition that certain people have. Now, is it developed? Maybe, but I think you can develop it only if you follow it. Now, this is probably not a tradition, I wouldn't say, because it's not a tradition. It's just something that was done you know, as a healing, as a, as a healing mechanism in the, in our heritage, in our culture, and also probably with my grandmother's family. And I'm just so sad that none of us are able to do it because we have some highly intuitive people in our family who I know could really carry on this, this, this method of healing for everybody else. But I know it's also about tapping in. 
Tapping into your intuition is probably one of the greatest gifts that you'll ever give to yourself. I recently read something on Instagram and it said, what if I told you that every answer to every question you have is within? What if I told you that there is a higher side of you, one that's connected eternally to the universe? What if I told you that this side of yourself has the power to manifest anything you desire? What if I told you that all you have to do is ask? What if I told you that it would guide you every step of the way? That's your intuition. Your intuition is the answer to the questions that you have. It is the connection to your highest self and connection to the universe. It does have the power to manifest your desires if you so choose to tap in. Now, the other thing about it is that I believe, and this could be, you know, unpopular opinion. (laughs) I believe that people ignore their intuition because they are afraid. And if you are somebody who is afraid, let me tell you, I was fucking scared. I have lost a lot because I followed my intuition. As I wrote in that blog post of 2020, my intuition has um, has said, you know, or presented things to me like, get out of this city. Grow somewhere else. He's cheating on you. It's time to leave the relationship. This friend is being shady. The situation won't materialize the way you thought it would. They want to push you out. And these are all directly connected to things that have happened in my life. Get out of this city. I was so compelled to move overseas and do something on my own. And it turned out to be the best experience for me. And the one that brought me here to who I am and where I am today. It told me to grow somewhere else. My intuition has been right every single time. I thought someone was betraying me, whether it was a man, a partner, or a friend, okay? So it also told me when it was time to leave relationships, both romantic and friendships, about friends being shady, especially about the one where they want to push you out. I felt that so strongly when I was working at a specific, um, for a specific company in Dubai. And I just remember not being able to even sleep because it was so strong. Something's going on. This has nothing to do with you, Amanda. That's what I kept saying to myself. You are not the problem. You are not the problem. Something is going on here that is beyond your understanding at the moment. And I remember, you know, thinking that people were bullying me and pushing me out of a company, but I refused to believe it. Okay. And this is why this connects. This goes back to fear. I didn't want to lose the job. I didn't want to lose the position because it was going to put me in this financial comfort zone that I had never been in. It was going to give me the experience that I wanted in order to start my own business when I came home. So I pushed it aside and pushed it aside and pushed it inside until I couldn't anymore. Until I was emaciated almost because I couldn't eat. Until I, you know, uh, looked at myself in the mirror and saw the darkest of all dark circles under my eyes because I couldn't sleep. 
until I got really panicked phone calls from people saying, hey, you are totally disconnected right now. We're worried about you because I couldn't. I couldn't do anything except for voluntarily and consciously ignore all of these nudges just to hang on to something that was so toxic and so not good for me for fear of failure, for fear of, you know, financial instability. That's what I got, okay, for not trusting my intuition. Now, let me tell you what came out on the other side of trusting, Okay, so tapping in eventually, stepping into my power and trusting my intuition. On the other side of that was clarity. Say it with me, y'all. Clarity. Okay, and with that clarity came so many people who came out of the woodwork to say, I am so glad that you left that toxic situation because of X, Y, and Z. And they confirmed, guys, they confirmed Every single intuitive nudge that I had for four months, they confirmed the bullying, the backtalking, they confirmed the, um, the voluntary actions to push me out of a company and bully me out of a company that I tried to turn a blind eye to. They confirmed all of it. And so sometimes I get pissed off at myself because I know better. But you know what? Sometimes that fear is so overpowering and it is so strong that it is so hard not to listen to it. If I can tell you anything today, friends, listen to your goddamn gut. Follow your intuition because I promise you it will not lead you astray. I wrote in my uh, blog post... Although gentle, these whispers, I like to call them whispers or nudges because I like to believe that our intuition has like a feminine side to it, that it's a little more gentle. (laughs) Although gentle, these whispers have been overwhelming. It's only when I come out on the other side that I truly take a moment to reflect and think, fuck, I should have listened the first time. But this isn't an easy feat. I don't believe it's part of my DNA to put my tail between my legs and run away. I've been raised to be a fighter, someone who pushes boundaries, whether they're internal or external. I've continued to fight for what I believe in, and although it hasn't gotten me to where I'd like to be in, the, in this present moment, I can say wholeheartedly that I never cease to live with integrity. Now, almost a year later, because it's August, and this was written in October of 2020, and where I said I... Um, although it hasn't gotten me to where I would like to be in this present moment, almost a year later, I can confidently say that this present moment, where I'm standing, almost looking down on from above, you know, at all the experiences that brought me here, I am where I want to be. I am where I'm meant to be. That's it. Everything that I have listened to, connected with, surrendered to, observed, and really, truly channeled has brought me here. And I'm going to tell you that in relationship, especially the one I'm in right now, 
where my partner sometimes looks at me and says, how the hell did you know? And I just say, I don't know, my intuition. I sensed your energy shift. And I get that weird, you know, side eye, like, okay, 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 voodoo princess, or relax. (laughs) But it's true. I sense it. I connect to it. I listen to it. And I run with it. And I can vow to you in this 30-second episode of the Holistically You podcast that I will never look back. I will never go back. I truly know intuitively and otherwise that everything, especially the universe, operates in perfect integrity. It is tattooed on my arm and in my heart forever. The last thing I want to say to you before I sign off today is pay attention to the universe. It will send you signs. It's so crazy because as I said that, I looked at my my little recording device here and it had 222, <laughs> which is an angel number. It's not for no reason and it's not a coincidence that some things happen or that we see things more often than not. It's not, you know, I had a conversation with my cousin the other day and she said, oh, you know, and I just thought about this person because they posted something on Instagram and I haven't been, I haven't stopped thinking about them since and now they just messaged me. Boom. Law of attraction. Whatever you put out comes back to you. It all has to do with intuition. So pay attention to the signs, whether or not they're omens. You know, I had a groundhog (laughs) in my, I still do. His name is Roger, by the way. I have a groundhog in my backyard and my immediate reaction was, hmm, what's the spiritual significance of a groundhog? <laughs> you know, what's, what, you know, what is the universe trying to tell me? You know, and, and of course you can go down a rabbit hole with this and I just use everything as a tool and I don't take it as Bible, but I know that my intuition is guiding me to exactly where I need to be. And I hope that after listening to this episode, you truly start to understand that it is guiding you too and that it will continue to guide you. But please, listen to it, follow it, connect with it, and don't be afraid. Because, remember, what is meant for you will not miss you. And if it misses you, it wasn't meant for you in the first place. Your intuition will remind you of that time and time again. So, that's my spiel. My spiel on intuition. I hope you loved it. To be honest, I think I channeled all of that, and I don't remember what I said. (laughs) I have no idea. I'm going to re-listen to this, maybe tomorrow, and just be like, girl, you were tucking in circles. But whatever. I hope that you can connect with even a small part of this. In your business, okay, in your career, your personal life, your romantic life, and especially if you're growing a spiritual practice, your intuition is your best friend. Let it guide you every step of the way. And remember, today and every day, stay humble, friends. And I'll see you next week for another episode of Holistically You. Sending you so much love. Bye-bye.